Well, hello and welcome to Ask Alley, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Today is Monday, February 15th, 2016. Thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. You know, as I'm doing this, it sounds like I have a time bomb behind me with the uh, with the clock. And uh, it'll probably go off, you know, ding, 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 why I'm speaking. So if it starts to bong, I will silence the mic real fast until it's done. And then I'll come back. Um, it's my, my feng shui cure for the northeast corner, uh, northeast section of my office, because that's where the five flying stars. And we'll talk about um, that later on when I discuss the, uh, the salt, the salt cure for 2016. But anyways, <laughs> that's what's behind me, a clock. Uh, announcements, you know, I really don't have any. Uh, today's President's Day. So my son is home and they are working across the street, ripping up um, a side street. So between both of them, the animals are, you know, in in rare form. So I'm not quite sure what will go on as I'm doing this podcast. But other than that, I can't think of any announcements. Um, the erotica class, writing erotica for fun and profit is going to be starting back up again uh, beginning of March and registration will open here second half of February as well as the beta version of write a book start a business so how you can write one book and create an entire business around it or um, if you already have a business um, write the book and create another leg of your business so I'll be putting that up on my site alleythese.com soon so just you know, keep a lookout for both of them so, the Tarot Overview of the Week. This time, I decided to use the Gateway Oracle Cards by Denise Lynn, L-I-N-N. And if you've never um, bought her any of her stuff, whether it be her tarot cards or one of her books, I highly suggest you do. She is awesome. And one of my favorite books ever, and I moved my bookshelf so it's not sitting there anymore, it's called Space Clearing. I believe that's the name. I can see the the blue book with the gold um, leaf on the front. But it's one of the best books I've ever come across, ever. (laughs) Ever in the history of the hundreds of books that I have when it talks about clearing your space and getting the energy moving, getting the bad, the juju out. It's a fantastic book. So, Um, Terror Overview of the Week. So, what happens with this is I draw three cards, um, which I did. You guys think of which card draws you to it. Card number one, card number two, card number three. Then I tell you what each card means and whichever card you picked, that's your overview for the week, how the energy is going to be swirling around you. Okay, got it. No, 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 uh, (laughs) no choosing a different card when I start telling you what your card means. So let's listen to Jeopardy here for a second while you pick one, two or three. So what'd you pick? One, a two, or a three? I personally picked, and I'll tell you ahead of time, I picked number two. So for those of you who picked number one, the card I have is believing in magic. You need to believe in the unseen. You need to believe that what you wish to happen is happening behind the scenes. 
need to pay attention to coincidences because really there's no such thing as a coincidence. There are signs um, that you're on the right path or you're not on the right path. Um, so pay attention to signs, to um, repeated, uh, um, not sound lyrics, music lyrics, to maybe see the same numbers or um, the same three letters on license plates, whatever it is, pay attention to it. That is uh, your guides, your angels telling you what's going on. So this week, guys, you need to believe in magic. If you pick card number two, it is planting seeds. What do you want to have happen for the rest of the year? What's important to you? Now is the time to plant those seeds so that the rest of the year unfolds the way you want it to. So what's important to you? And I find it interesting that this is the card I picked uh, because I've been doing a lot of thinking about that. You know, what do I want to be doing? And obviously I love writing and I love teaching. So that's what I want to be doing in uh, 2016. So what are you going to do? Now is the time to plant the seeds, whether it is starting a new business or writing your book or moving to a new house or starting a new career or going back to school or having a family or finding a new love. Whatever it is you want, now is the time for you to plant those seeds. Now, if you pick card number three, it is giving birth. Now, not literally, you're not going to be having a baby, although it is possible, but giving birth, what it's really about is it's your time now to start a project. What is it? What is the project you've been dying to start? Whether, again, it's a business or a book or uh, working on your house or, you know, sprucing up your resume, finding a new job. What is it? What is important to you? Because now is the time to give birth to it. Now is the time to put your, your well, your time and your energy and your thoughts. Don't worry about other things. You know, things fall into place around you when you are working on a passion. Somehow the bills get paid. Somehow there's food on the table. Somehow you get to and from, from work. Somehow you get along with everybody. Somehow the right people show up. Somehow it all happens. Let's go back to the first card, believing in magic. You know, somehow it just all shows up when you're working on your passion, which is what giving birth is all about. So to go over this again, if you pick card number one, it's believing in magic. Keep an eye out for signs and know that things are happening behind the scenes. If you pick card number two, it's all about planting seeds. How do you want the rest of 2016 to go? Hmm? This is the week to plant the seeds to unfold for the rest of the year. It's an important week. Three, giving birth. It's time to start that new project. It's time to get that passion and get a move on. All right, guys, that's it. That is the tarot overview of the week. Yeah, so I had to plant seeds. Well, you know, interesting enough, again, that I picked card number two, um, <coughs> my Story and Promote podcast, I'm going to be taking it from Story and Promote to just Story. And I can't decide on a name. I'm, I've gotten a variety of opinions from it. But, um, <coughs> excuse me, it's the art of the story, the story studio, or the story, period. And... I'm going to interview, hopefully, my goal is to interview actors, directors, producers, screenwriters, authors, publishers, and agent managers, agent slash or managers, um, to find out what what is it about a story? What is it that draws them in? 
if if you're looking to you know buy a story from somebody, the directors, the producers, uh, the publishers, to represent the agents, managers, what, what do you look for? What's important to you in a story? And then asking what the best beginning story they've ever had, what's the best ending they've ever been through. Um, they could insert themselves into any story ever. What story would they insert themselves into? You know, let me tell you, that, that question, what story would you insert yourself into, tells a lot about a person. Um, I thought, what story would I insert myself into? And the first thing <coughs> I thought of, believe it or not, well, actually, it's not hard to believe, but it would be um, Fellowship of the Ring, and I would insert myself as more kick-ass than either Boromir or Aragorn, and I would say Boromir's ass. I would not let that that creepy guy put arrows through him. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Out of all the movies I could choose, that's the movie I choose, and that's the reason why. So, um, what does that say about me? Um, that I'm a nerd, and <laughs> I like Lord of the Rings, and I didn't want Boromir to die, and um, kind of like a hero, I guess, hero type. You know, I like helping people. I like saving the day. I guess that kind of sounds like me. So, anyways. So, the card is right on point for me. Very interesting. <laughs> uh, topic. Let's move on. Uh, the topic of the week is, I want to talk about the um, super duper salt cure for 2016. This is about feng shui. And the salt cure has been around uh, thousands of years, thousands. And what it does, it absorbs... Um, the negative energy, and whatever area the flying stars are in. Another, you have to look up flying stars because I'm not going to go into what they mean and stuff. <coughs> but there are, are good stars and there are bad stars in, in feng shui. And the real baddies are the five flying star and the two flying star. The five flying star star brings misfortune. It brings it brings a lot of just crap to your door. Um, it is the one you want to avoid. <laughs> it's the one you want to cure. It's the one you want to say, ah, oh, kiss my ass too. That's the five. The two brings on illness. It, um, it makes you more sick than you need to be. So they're both pretty bad. <laughs> and the salt uh, cure helps absorb the negativity to lessen the effect of the flying stars. Now this year, 2016, the flying star number five, Little Misfortune, is sitting in the northeast corner of your home, while the flying star number two, Illness, is sitting in the center of your home. So wherever, uh, say on your first floor, you have two floors, on your main floor, wherever the northeast corner is, is what you need to be concerned about first, and then the center um, of your office at work. Your northeast corner, that's the area you need to be concerned about first, center second. Um, or if you have a home office, uh, you do a cure for the main floor, your first floor. And then if you also have a home office, put another cure in the home office, which is what I'm, which is what I've done. Um, okay, so with um, the illness part, it's not only getting the flu and getting sick, it's also sore throats, bad backs, broken bones. Um, it's just anything that can put you on your back and make you flipping miserable. That's the illness one. Okay. Um, 
what else do I need to tell you about this before I tell you how to make it? With with traditional feng shui, uh, this is the kind, traditional feng shui is the kind, uh, the red red lotus letter that I talked about last week, her site, Katie. Um, that's what she practices, traditional feng shui. Um, if your, your five star, which is in the northeast, or your two star, which is in your center, if either one fall into the area of a bathroom, um, a utility room, uh, maybe your closet to where you keep your coats, maybe your board games, or any other room you don't use very often, you don't have to be overly concerned about it. But if it falls in your living room, your bedroom, your kitchen, um, your office, whether your home office or your you know, your office in your building, then you need to you need to set up the salt water cure. Um, <coughs> excuse me. My northeast section of my house on the first floor is my kitchen. So I have to sit. I have one in there and the second one here is in the office by this clock that's behind me. That's the northeast corner of my office. So what do you need? You need salt. Um, they say you need you should use the high quality rock salt, although I use regular table salt every year and it works. Um, one container, it's glass, porcelain, or metal. Keep in mind that this one container you will be throwing out next year. So uh, jam, I like to use jam jars. Those work really, really well for this because I don't mind if I throw that out. <laughs> Six Chinese coins uh, made from brass. You can pick those up on Amazon. Water and a protective mat or stand. Because if the water sloshes or the salt falls over the top of the, um, the the cure, you want to have something underneath to catch everything. And as the year progresses, this salt cure, it, it turns really ugly. <laughs> it's really fugly. Um, some people need to change this out uh, every few months. Some people once a year. It really depends on how incredibly disgusting it looks. Uh, the more disgusting it looks, the more negativity it's um, gotten for you. So what you need to do is you take your chosen container and fill it three-fourths up with salt. Second, place the Chinese the six Chinese coins on top of the salt, and the coins should be placed with the yang side up. Now, the yang side uh, the, is the four Chinese characters. Step three, add water to fill the container to the top. Next, place the container on the protective mat or stand in the home area where you need it the most, or office. Now, step five, you need to remember to keep the QR container open. So make sure don't cover it or place it in a covered space, such as the kitchen cupboard, for example. Um, In my house, this makes this very challenging for me because of the monsters that live with me. Um, These cats get into everything and... They see little coins that they can move with their paws. So you can imagine. Okay. (laughs) You can imagine what can happen. So I have to be very strategic. Um, I have to hide it. Hide them behind things that they wouldn't think to get to. I have (laughs) the one in the kitchen is on top of this, my kitchen cabinet that has a a nice space. And my son, who is 6'1", has to climb on top a step stool and then stretch in order to get this cure container up top. That's how far, how far I have to put these things so that uh, 
the monsters don't get a hold of it. The one here in the office, I'm in here all the time, so I can usually, you know, keep an eye on it. And if anyone does any shenanigans, I have my squirt bottle here and I squirt them away. So, when you place it, again, um, in your home, in your office, the the center or the northeast area, um, with the water, you, you, well, you need to have easy access to the cure, which means I have to send my son up to the cure, <laughs> the kitchen, um, every so often, because you have to add more water to it. You have to keep it, keep it watered throughout the year. Um, but yes, uh, you can also hide it behind the sofa, a screen, or maybe a plant. Those all work too. But have easy access to it. And again, I suggest you do it. Northeast corner for misfortune and the center of your living space in your office for illness. That misfortune, that north, it's a, that star five is a bitch. It is. And last year, last year, I could kick myself all over the place because I forgot to do all of this. What was I thinking? I don't know. But all of you who have listened to me for any length of time know what kind of year I had last year. Oh, we are not doing that again. (laughs) We are not doing it again. So my cures are up. I hope you get your cures. And we're here at the end. See, I covered, make sure I covered everything about the salt cure. I did. Um, and if you have more questions about the salt cure, you know, send me an email, alithese at yahoo.com, or if you just Google it. I mean, there are plenty of places on the, on the internet that can give you more suggestions about the salt cure if uh, my suggestions weren't enough. But it just just do it. And this, the 20, where is my calendar? The 22nd, which is what, next Monday? Let us look. Calendar, calendar. Uh, yes, the 22nd. Next Monday is um, full moon. So that would be a fantastic time um, to put one out. So you guys have a week to gather your supplies. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me here at Ask Alley. If you like this episode, please rate on iTunes and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people I can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. We'll catch you later, guys. Have a good one.